Disclaimer. The views expressed on this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik are solely the opinions of the host and the guest. The content of the conversation is not reflective of the institutions or establishments mentioned therein. Take all these opinions with a pinch of salt and a dash of lime if needed. Namaskara, good morning, good afternoon or good evening whenever you're watching or listening and welcome to this episode of Perspective Platoon with Pratik. Another solo episode and another another <laughs> another solo episode and another random topic to talk about. What is that random topic going to be? Well, you probably already know by the title and the thumbnail uh, that you've seen either on Spotify or YouTube or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can listen to this podcast. And that is professional wrestling or sports entertainment. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know why, as I'm talking about this, I feel like... <laughs> I might be running dry with ideas, but that's not necessarily the case. That's just that voice of self-doubt, excuse me, that tends to keep talking to you at times. But anyway, without indulging too much into that side, maybe that's another conversation for another day. Uh, Let's talk professional wrestling. Um, Yeah, I don't know why I took that long pause and looked to my right, but let's roll the intro. And we're back. Well, I guess this hoodie that I'm wearing, for those of you who are not watching but listening, I'm wearing a forensic science hoodie, um, which is not really relevant (laughs) to the topic of conversation today, but hey-ho. Anyway, what is professional wrestling or what is sports entertainment? Now, both of these terms are sort of debated, but they're... Sports entertainment has deep roots in professional wrestling, so that's what I'm going to sort of mainly mention for the most part. And um, for starters, sports entertainment or professional wrestling, Jesus. (laughs) Now I lost my train of thought, and now it's back. Okay, cool. And now I've lost it again. What is happening? I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little tired, but anyway... We'll keep pushing through. (laughs) Professional wrestling is a predetermined sport where you usually have two characters being written into storylines and having certain um, nuances to their characters which tend to blow off with a big wrestling match. Now, the two main characters are this sort of industry jargon or insider jargon is babyface and heel the babyface being the good guy and the heel being the bad guy so it's usually this mixture that tends to create this beautiful soup of what a storyline is which again is basically that where two different characters are fighting it out for a certain cause in some cases it might be for a championship belt In some other cases, it might be for 
a blood feud, as it's called, where um, one is just fighting for superiority over the other. So there's many different stories um, that can be strung out of uh, professional wrestling um, in today's day and age. In terms of my interest in professional wrestling, I believe I had some interest in it here and there in the early 2000s, but my interest peaked for the first time, I believe, sometime in 2010-2011. That's when I had moved to India and I could watch um, WWE on good old 10 sports. Um, which some of our Indian watchers and listeners might remember um, of being a separate channel before they were bought up by Sony. Anyway, that's another different conversation. But um, that was when I think I was in my peak of fandom. I would talk about wrestling with a lot of my classmates in school. Um, I was a big fan of John Cena because he was the major babyface of the company at that time. But um, personally speaking, it was cool for him or it was cool for people to hate him because of the way the company sort of pushed him forward like I said it's a predetermined sport so they pushed him forward and prioritized him to become a big star and I mean he is a big star today so you know um, I guess there's positives and negatives with everything Um, so in that case, my interest in professional wrestling sort of came up around that time. Um, and I started following it a lot more after I moved to the United States. Um, especially because I realized that there's a wider world associated with professional wrestling. And that is a lot of YouTube channels uh, that talk about it. Uh, be it through the perspective of wrestling news, where they tend to talk about contracts and backstage news and so on and so forth people having heat on each other and yada 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 well to explain before i start blabbering out a lot of uh insider jargon heat is known to be a feeling that a negative feeling that one might have towards somebody now say for example um there's two performers in the ring and one does something wrong which derails the whole match, so to speak, and the story that they're trying to portray through the match. That can bring you a lot of heat backstage by the producers of the match and the people who book all of these things because now you've sort of affected the template that was laid out for these things. Now, that's just a very random example. Um... But there are a ton of stories of the 70s and the 80s where, you know, people would have heat over each other for the silliest of things. Um, But I definitely do believe that the wrestling industry or the professional wrestling industry, for that matter, has grown out to become a better environment, so to speak. And it's not as... I don't know if turbulent is the right word, but... it. It's not as problematic today as it was back in the day. Um, Because unfortunately, there's a ton of stories of... Now I'm going into a bit of a tangent and not necessarily talking about my interest, but we'll get back to that. Um, There's a ton of stories of people carrying weapons backstage and intimidation tactics and a lot of hazing or bullying 
and so on and so forth. Um, which I mean, there's probably not much of today. Um, and there's a lot of popular older generation wrestlers who've also talked about this and have gotten a lot of heat on themselves for saying the shit that they've said. Uh, but anyway, another major point I think to make is that I probably should have mentioned this when I was talking about what professional wrestling is. But in terms of its history, my memory is a little uh, hazy about this. But I do remember watching a video. And if I can track that down, I will definitely link it in the show notes or the description box. And basically to say that wrestling has some history that goes back to the early 1900s. But its peak was sort of seen in the 70s and 80s, sort of. In the United States, it was more like a territory-based system. So you would have a territory in the East, you would have a territory in the South, uh, and so on and so forth, until one very famous gentleman in the name of Vincent Kennedy McMahon um, started buying up a lot of these territories, if I'm not mistaken, and he sort of created this centralized brand called the WWF back in the day, which was World Wrestling Federation. And then after that, I mean, this is very a very truncated um, approach to the history of professional wrestling. But if you do want to learn more about it, I would definitely seek it out because there's many different places that you can find it, either through books or through documentaries and so on. But anyway, there have always been many companies, uh, so to speak. Uh, but WWF is WWF at that point in time, of course, had a major rival in WCW in the 90s. And there's known to be this... Um, not that there's known. It is known that there was a rivalry between the two uh, where WCW and WWF were competing against each other on Monday nights. It was dubbed the Monday Night War, so to speak, um, where viewership and things like that were sort of looked at in terms of the popularity of each company. The late 1990s, or the mid to late 1990s, I should say, was probably where the hottest period of wrestling was seen, so to speak, in some sense. Uh, just based off of viewership numbers, I believe. Because that was called the Attitude Era, um, where you had a lot of these very vibrant characters, uh, such as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and one that a lot more people know, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who became household names in that period of four years, or five years. Um, while there was a lot of flaws... Um, <laughs> in that era of itself. Um, that was probably the booming period for wrestling in some sense. But now, people are starting to see that there is another bit of, there is another boom in some sense because the WWE, as they're called now, they changed from federation to entertainment because of some um, legal battle that they had with the... Um, WWF, uh, what is that called? Jeez, that word escapes my mind. But it's something related to nature and preservation and stuff like that. 
anyway, so they switched over to the WWE, and now quite recently there's there's this battle brewing between a company called AEW All Elite Wrestling, which was started in 2019, <laughs> and there's a lot of smaller companies called independent promotions where they tend to have audiences at the size of 30 to 50 people to 100 people um as some people in the wrestling business call it in bingo halls um where you know people would put on some matches and sort of work their way up into the big leagues as they call it with the WWE through independent promotions and so on but anyway i went into a huge tangent about the wrestling space and what is today and all that which i mean hey if you're interested in that once again, seek that out. There's many different places that you can seek it from. Anyway, my interest, again, like I said, um, Im- increased when I moved to the US to study in college because of those wrestling news channels and things like that. One major channel being Wrestle Talk. Jeez, I love those people. Um, <laughs> I love the stuff that they do. Um, and there's many other channels such as Cultaholic, as they're known now. Um, and Fightful and so on. So there's many different YouTube channels that make a lot of content revolving around the world of professional wrestling, which I, like a geek, tend to listen to or watch, depending on what the content is. So yeah, uh, but I did have a bit of a dip in like 2019 where I wasn't necessarily following wrestling as much. Could be mainly because of uh, how busy I was at that point in time. Um, which is cool and things like that. And that was probably one of the years in college where I was quite overwhelmed with everything that I was doing. But anyway, that interest sort of picked back up again thanks to the pandemic, where I started following things more. And now I think my fandom has gone to another level. Not saying that I'm like a diehard fan and that I can't go without watching shows. I can. Like, when I can watch shows, I definitely do. But when I can't, that's fine. It's not the end of the world, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that's where my interest in wrestling is at the moment. Um, there's a lot of good stuff that this new company, All Elite Wrestling, is doing. And the WWE is also doing stuff, but then they tend to have a lot of hit hits and misses um, and so on. But I'm not going to delve into that too much because then this is just going to... The only person listening to this will be myself while I'm editing it. So I'll try to truncate that um, conversation right there. Moving on to the next talking point that I had uh, written down for myself, which is, why is it not fake? Now, I'm not the kind of person that tries to get angry at such trivial shit, but um, here's why wrestling is not fake and why when you do tell a professional wrestling fan that it is fake, a lot of people tend to get offended. To me, this is just my personal opinion. To me, professional wrestling is very much like a movie. Movies are fictional too. So this is also fictional. So where, you know, you have people behind the scenes, writers putting things together, booking matches, booking stories, putting certain characters together and making a chicken salad out of chicken shit, you know? So there's a lot of things that these people do in the in behind the scenes 
that I think a lot of detractors of professional wrestling don't necessarily get to see. I would say that professional wrestling is just as fake as movies are. Uh, just to sort of bring that point back up again. So, it's not fake. Also because while they use a lot of caution with their moves and a lot of the things that they do can seem to be quite protected, there are many stories where people have done severe damage to themselves. There's careers that have ended. Um, unfortunately, there was a famous wrestler in the name of Open Heart who, if I'm not mistaken, lost his life um, on one of those shows. Um, quite recently, there's another performer in the name of Big E who broke his neck while taking a belly-to-back suplex, which is basically a move where one throws the other over their head and you sort of do a flip and land, usually on your back or on your um, front. But he landed bang on his neck and I believe some of his uh, vertebrae were affected. Um, so the shit is real like people put their lives on the line so to speak even the women um, who I'm glad have gotten a better sort of place in the business because back in the day it was very much just about um, them being eye candy for <laughs> all the all the audience members so to speak but now it's become a lot better and I'm really happy for that um, and for the business. The stories, and I was listening to somebody on Wrestle Talk, which is one of the channels that I mentioned earlier that I follow for a lot of my wrestling info, uh, which I would recommend you guys to follow too if you develop a develop a interest in wrestling. Um Somebody there was mentioning that one of the best ways of telling stories is probably professional wrestling if everything comes together and everything is done the right way. I mean, just you have movies that are duds and you have some storylines in professional wrestling that unfortunately are duds. But these people put in a lot of work into these stories in terms of booking them, doing small things. And this is something that AEW is doing a lot lately. Um, by lately, I mean for the for the history that they've had of the past three years or so. One of the major characters being a wrestler called uh, um, Hangman Adam Page, who is this <laughs> uh, who is this cowboy from a part of Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, who was quite insecure, um, had a lot of his problems, um, lost the friends that he had. But then he made new friends, had this comeback story of fighting those insecurities and now becoming champion, beating his former best friend in Kenny Omega. Now, that that was a two-year-long story that I've condensed into tw 20 seconds. Um, so I'm definitely not doing that story justice. But um, there's beautiful stories like that that are told, which nicely transitions into my next point. How can we relate to these professional wrestlers. At the end of the day, the name of this channel is... 
I'm slurring on a lot of my words today, Jesus. I'm slurring on a lot of my words. <laughs> Take a breath. All right. The name of the channel is Random Relatability. And I wanted to look at the wrestling business and some of the characters that we see on screen from that perspective. There's a beautiful video that um, a subsidiary channel of, or a sister channel of WrestleTalk called Parts for Known made about the character of Hangman Page and how he was one of the best characters of the recent history of wrestling. This character, this is just one character that I'm picking out, but this character has a lot of setbacks in his life, just like we all do as humans. But then he finds a way to get past those problems that he has and stand tall as the champion of the company. Everybody loves a redemption story and we all love to see a redemption arc in ourselves as well to where we might have fallen down but then we find a way to get back up and to climb back up. That's how we can relate to professional wrestling. Some of these stories that are told, just like how we fall in love with a lot of movies that are made about some characters in some movies, there's a lot of characters developed in wrestling that people have fallen in love with. One of the major ones from history being Stone Cold Steve Austin. His main character, well, full disclaimer, I wasn't a viewer of professional wrestling in the Attitude Era because I was born then, so I was a few months, probably at the peak of the era, so to speak. Um, and I never really went back and watched a lot of this stuff, but I have watched some stuff and followed it enough to know that history, so to speak. Anyway, Stone Cold Steve Austin had this huge rivalry with Mr. McMahon, which was the TV character for Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who's the chairman and CEO of the WWE. Um, and that's the story of a normal Joe in some sense. I mean, he's not normal, but, you know, a guy that could connect with the masses going up against his boss who's slimy and always trying to find ways to um, demote him or whatever, you know. So there's a lot of those things that we can relate to. Um, you know, there's... There's slimy bosses out there in the world and there's always somebody who's trying to do good um, in some sense and in some sense also trying to defy the odds, defying those slimy people. So with a lot of these stories that are told in professional wrestling, there's many ways and we can relate. Um, and just as we can, like I said, to certain movie characters. There's something beautiful about some of these fictional characters that... They just have this way of spreading joy. Um, you even see that through reading some fictional novels, you know. So 
there is a lot of beauty again there's a lot of beauty in wrestling i should probably talk a little slow maybe that is something that i need to work on as well a little self reflection moment as i'm talking but anyway there's a lot love about professional wrestling i'm not here to try to change your mind to start watching professional professional wrestling if you don't want to that's your choice and that's totally fine we are all entitled to our choices so to speak um but i'm just here to say that there's a lot of things that we can relate to and some of them might be fictional through the source of entertainment and there's nothing wrong with that we all need a level of relief in a world that can always seemingly feel like there's something bad that's going to happen and for me like during the pandemic along with sports and cricket and soccer or football as the europeans would call it wrestling was one of those other things that helped me pass some of those days by just watching stuff and just enjoying content i would go back and watch a lot of old uh wrestling matches oh another character being daniel bryan or now known as brian danielson that's his actual name but he's wrestling under the name of brian danielson in AEW but used to wrestle under the name of daniel bryan in the WWE all of that is copyright related issues name likeness monetizing all that fun stuff i'm not going to get into that but um he had a beautiful story in like 2013 14 where um the authority so to speak again the bosses were trying to avoid him from becoming the face of the company so to speak because he didn't look the part but then he won the big one <laughs> at wrestlemania which is like the biggest show in wrestling which happens usually around this time of the year excuse me and people connected with that character a lot I don't know where I was going with that but all I'm trying to say is this Whatever you seek to find relief seek it because we need it <laughs> we need it in the best of times and we need it in the worst of times Now I will also say that there's always a limit with some of these things you don't want it to necessarily interfere with your daily work and the things that you need to finish up on which i mean i personally i don't mind saying this i've had issues with that where i would let <laughs> um i would let myself watch a wrestling show which would then lead me to not being able to meal prep for the next day and then i have to you know figure out what i want to eat and get something from um you know a store or a restaurant or whatever so you know i think with everything you don't want it to sort of interfere with your daily life but i think there's a level of relief that we would all love to seek and for me professional wrestling is one of those ways um and it's beautiful i mean it's great so if there's something new that you're trying to seek out that you're interested in i don't think you've done a great job of persuading anybody but maybe i've shown you why a professional wrestling fan loves professional wrestling 
<laughs> I don't know why I sounded very emotional there or sentimental there. But anyway, I'm going to call it good over there. This is another rambly episode where I spoke out of my ass and um, my interest in professional wrestling. Somebody will probably find this five years down the road and have some choice words for me. But anyway, <laughs> that's five years down the road. We'll deal with that when it comes. Um, but thank you so much for watching and listening. Another one of these solo random episodes that I do where I just talk about random shit, as I said. Um, I don't mind saying this out loud now, but one of the reasons why I'm sort of trying to do this is because I have some ideas that I want to work on and I want to try to see if I can do it, which is why you've been seeing a lot of these solo podcasts as a way for me to also make up on some of the episodes that I failed to upload when I had taken a four-week break um, between February and March. But yeah, that's it from me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this platoon of perspectives. Um, and yeah, don't forget to keep your mind open to different perspectives because you never know, random relatability might just be around the corner.